It's time for the Little Rock Basketball Coaches Show. This broadcast is brought to you by Arkansas Blue Cross Blue Shield, Simmons Bank, the U of A Little Rock Campus Marketing and Communications, and West Rock Coffee. Inbound pass goes to Tia. Tia Harvey across the timeline. Tia lets it fly. Good! Good! Tia Harvey! Drain the three! It is good! Are you kidding me? That is how you begin Ohio Valley Conference play. Kevin McMillan and Joe Foley both laughing at midcourt. Tia Harvey with the game winner. Oh my goodness, they have to go to replay. But it appears that it is good. The basket counts! It is good! Tia Harvey wins it for Little Rock. The basket counts. There's no time left. Tia Harvey wins it for the Trojans in an unforgettable opener to Ohio Valley Conference play for your Little Rock Trojans. 45-44, rapid and maroon and silver. And that is how Ohio Valley Conference play began for your Little Rock Trojans, the women's team. And we are joined by Joe Foley here at Dugan's Pub for our first Little Rock Radio Coaches Show. And, uh, Coach, what an exciting event. And, uh, I mean, the move from the Jack Stevens Center to Simmons Bank Arena and then to have – Fans coming in for the men's game that was going to follow right after. I mean, if it would have been the Sun Belt, I mean, there wouldn't have been a game right after. There wouldn't have been that many people in there, I don't think. But the fact that there were two games scheduled for that night, and uh, I know we've talked plenty of times about that shot and everything. And, boy, Tia Harvey, she missed some easy ones in the game, but she made one of the most difficult shots, I think, maybe of her life to get your first win in Ohio Valley Conference play on uh, last Thursday night. Well, you, you know the term, you'd rather be lucky is good any day. <laughs> we were lucky. We were lucky. So, I mean, you know, we were due a break. Uh, things that, you know, over the last two years, all the things that's gone and things that's happened uh, hadn't been much good uh, happened. And so thank goodness that this started off the right way. And, you know, we had a lead, and if we hit some shots, easy shots, uh, and then, you know, we keep the lead. And it was getting tighter and tighter, and, uh, you know, it's you it, knew it was going to come down to us, whoever got the last shot probably, and I wasn't hoping it would be the last three seconds, but it was. And I, I, you you didn't have any timeouts. I mean, you ran out of timeouts early in the fourth quarter, and I was thinking to myself, oh, my goodness, what are you going to do? You're not going to be able to advance the ball uh, under a minute like you can in the women's game with the timeout, and I was just thinking, what is Coach Foley going to do well, you dialed up the, the perfect play. I mean, that was a called play by you. No, no. The only, the only part that was called was, Tia, you get it, and tell the point guard, I said, pass it to Tia. That, that was the call. And let's see what happened. And she did a great job of, you know, we always work on two. If there's three seconds left, you got three dribbles. Two seconds, you got two dribbles. Four seconds, you got four. So don't panic. Get as far as you can go and then let it go. And that's exactly what she did. Sagan Robbins was the one that went to the free throw line, and she was a 92% free throw shooter coming into that game. She shot two free throws for UT Martin that night. They were both with 3.3 seconds left. When she made the second one, besides what you said right there about, hey, Tia, you go get it, and Smith, you get it to Tia, what were you thinking? Well, that's, I was just thinking, how can we get the ball advanced and with no timeouts? How, what have I got? You know, just, just tell them, say, hey. And I was surprised that they didn't call a timeout. Uh, they had fouls to give. And so, you know, the odds wasn't in our favor. And I thought he'd call a timeout, pick us up, let us take a dribble, and then foul us, and the game going to be over. But, you know, the only thing I was thinking, make sure if we do get it and there's no timeout, hit Tia and let her go as far as she can go and go from there. That handshake, I described it as you and Coach McMillan both laughing. I mean, y'all were both <laughs> chuckling there at midcourt. What was he saying to you, and what were you saying to him? Well, I mean, we both knew. I mean, it's it was desperation, and, you know, I've been beat that way, and he has too. Well, he definitely been beat that way if he hadn't, but I, I think, I'm sure he's coached long enough. You know, I've been beat with balls going off the backboard and everything else, and sometimes you call a time, I've called a timeout and fouled and made him go to the free throw line and gave up one and missed, missed the rebound and scored. So, I mean, a lot of things happen in this game, and, you know, you just try to play the percentage as best you can. But, uh, 
you know, anything can happen in that last three seconds, especially with the three-point line. Three-point line changes everything. No doubt about it. Well, let's uh, rewind, if we will, since this is our first coaches show, the the non-conference, the, uh, the trek through the SEC West. Uh, you knocked off another Power 5 opponent in Texas A&M at the Jack Stevens Center this year, and uh, it was a tough non-conference schedule as you're accustomed to, to throwing out there for your ladies. It was, and, you know, I think we learned a lot from it. And, you know, anytime you're playing against people that are that good, you learn, you know, if your kids understand the purpose and that's the, to get better and to learn, you, you learn a lot of things playing against good people. And I've never been one that, you know, wants to get wins against talent that's not as good or teams that are not as good because, again, your kids get accustomed to not having to play well and you may win some games and they get to thinking they're pretty good and really you're not that good. So, you know, I want our kids to know where we're at. And then when the conference starts, you know, here's what we've got to do. Here's what we're trying to do to get better. And you just try to keep getting better as the year goes. You just try to go every every week. You try to get a little bit better. And I always tell our kids, if you get better every day, get better every week, there's no telling what you can do in March. Three and eight in non-conference play wins over UA Pine Bluff to open the season at the Jack, Texas A&M. And then Arkansas State came to the Jack Stevens Center for the 18th time uh since little rock and arkansas state have been playing and for the 18th straight time they left with an l and so i know that uh you you were telling your ladies hey look you don't want to be the team that gives up the first win to arkansas state on your home floor no you know it's that's just you know the, the people in little rock that's just one of their things if you can beat uh, arkansas state you probably can keep your job you know, so. <laughs> <laughs> well, so you I'm, beat them a long lot, so you've been able to keep uh, your job. Well, you know, it's a lot of pride. It's you know, it's it's the rivalry, and you know, it's I, I hate they're not in the same conference anymore. And it's always been a big game for everybody, and it's a lot of fun. And you know, I, I was expecting a little bit more from them, and I think that you know they've got some good talent, and I think that uh, they got a little frustrated playing against their defense. And again, that comes uh, playing great people. Our defense has got better and better and better. And offensively, hopefully, you know, with Sally here and if kids learning the system, hopefully it will get better and better and better. But uh, I thought that game was our most complete game. I thought we did a good job offensively and defensively that game. And you couldn't ask for a better game to come against a better team. We will talk about Sally here in a second. I want to talk about Jayla Brooks and Jaya Smith, two of your guards who, oh, by the way, in that UT Martin game, played 40 minutes. You didn't pull them off the court. But let's go back to Jayla Brooks first. She has an orbital fracture in the game against Arkansas. And then she's able, she has to miss the Oral Roberts game, the Auburn game, Central Arkansas game, but she comes back and plays against Texas A&M. And you didn't know how much she would play in that game, but I thought you've said it to me before that she's the glue on the defensive side of the ball. She's a lockdown defender. She is, and, you know, that we were missing that, and, you know, we knew we were struggling offensively, but you always feel like if you can play great defense, you still can give yourself a chance to win. And when we lost to her, it kind of took away from our defense quite a bit. So we wouldn't play that well offensively, and then you take that away from our defense, and we we had to, we struggled there for a little bit. And you can see we got her back against A and M and changed the pitcher, and we did a great job defensively against them and got a W. Got that W, no doubt about it. For over 65 years, Arkansas Blue Cross Blue Cross Blue Shield has helped Arkansas residents. Arkansas Blue Cross Blue Shield, live fearless, one of our sponsors here on the Little Rock Coaches Show. We'll be back. We'll take a break. Come back with more with Coach Joe Foley right here at Dugan's Pub in downtown Little Rock. Stay with us. The Faded Rose, serving the great people of this state and guests from around the world for over 35 years. Widely known for our steaks and seafood and renowned for our great New Orleans Creole and Cajun dishes. We continue to blend our own spice mixes, cut our own steaks, and make our own sauces right down to the house-made mayo. Join us for lunch or dinner, or take your favorites home, and discover why everyone raves about our Little Rock Fine Dining in a traditional Louisiana atmosphere. Not only is Diamond Bear Arkansas's oldest production brewery, Diamond Bear is also the number one major award-winning brewery in the state, recognized both nationally and internationally. Diamond Bear Pale Ale has won four major awards, along with three being gold. If you want something lighter, try Diamond Bear Pale Ale. Support beer from the natural state and enjoy great award-winning products from Diamond Bear, proud sponsor of your Little Rock Trojans. 
Potbelly Sandwich Shop has the best warm, toasty sandwiches in town. The Potbelly Signature Sandwich, a wreck, features warm, toasty bread with turkey, ham, roast beef, salami, and melted Swiss. Warm up with a bowl of soup and stick around for dessert. Potbelly bakes fresh cookies every day. Feed your group with Potbelly Catering. Potbelly Sandwich Shop at University in Markham and downtown in the bottom of the Simmons Tower. Proudly supporting the Little Rock Trojans. From the day's first cup of coffee to an afternoon pick-me-up, West Rock Coffee Company provides coffee, tea, flavors, extracts, and ingredients to the world's most iconic brands, keeping you and your team fueled all day. As a global company grown from strong roots in central Arkansas, West Rock Coffee Company is a proud sponsor of the UALR Trojans. From crop to cup, West Rock Coffee is committed to transforming the beverage industry. Learn more at westrockcoffee.com. Stepping into the unknown, it can be difficult to find the way. But with the compassion of the cross and the security of the shield, obstacles become openings. As we have for more than 65 years, Arkansas Blue Cross and Blue Shield will continue to light the way, using our knowledge to create new healthcare solutions, giving you the power to shine forward to whatever awaits tomorrow. Arkansas Blue Cross and Blue Shield, live fearless. Strength is measured not by the number of accounts. Strength is placing value on relationships. It's having the vision and the guts to invest in growth. It's the commitment to responsibly manage your money. At Stevens, we believe that our strengths build success, not only for us, but for our clients. Stevens, member NYSE, SIPC. Welcome back inside Dugan's Pub, the Little Rock Basketball Coaches Show. P.I. Roofing, your roof leak detective, serves with professional workmanship, the best prices, the best warranty, and best of all peace of mind. They're online at piroofing.com. Joe Foley, Trey Schapp with you. And Coach, 45-44 over Tennessee Martin, and it was keyed by the second quarter. 24 points in that second quarter. And it also saw Little Rock see the return of Sally Corma to the floor. Had some visa issues. She was able to get into the United States on December the 18th. And uh, she's nowhere in Joe Foley basketball shape. But she's trying to get into Joe Foley basketball shape. And it's going to be a slow process. As long as we have her that first week of March, I think we're going to be all right. Well, and that's, you know, I think it, that to be realistic is maybe towards the middle of February that she starts getting in pretty good game shape up until then, I think. It'll be minutes here, minutes there, and there'll be sometimes like that that quarter there that uh, you know she really played well, and then second half she had no legs. So I thought it was a little bit better uh, over at Tennessee. Played a little bit longer, a little bit more under control. And I think each game it'll get a little bit better each game. Yeah, Sally had 14 in the uh, her first game back against UT Martin, and then led the Trojans uh, Saturday at Tennessee State in Nashville with 15 points. Angelique Francis. Uh, 14 points for her, nine rebounds, almost her fifth double-double, uh, a season high for her, and one off her career high that she set, oh, by the way, in Simmons Bank Arena when your team played the Arkansas Razorbacks for the first time ever. She kind of likes that, Jim. <laughs> I think she does. I think she does. But, uh, you know, Angelique's starting to get in shape. You know, a lot of people didn't realize she didn't practice, you know, from March. From we, She had operation after we got back from the tournament. Had operation in March and didn't get to start practice until what was it September? Yeah, I think September, September really, when maybe. she really was able to put weight yeah. on her foot. So I mean, she's not in great shape either. She's lost, she gained a little weight. She's starting to lose it, and uh, start you can see her getting up and down the floor better, starting to jump a little bit better. So you know we've had a little few setbacks there with her and Sally. So you know that's that's kind of. One of the things you didn't expect when we were playing that non-conference schedule, I was counting on Sally being there and Leek being there and Tia, and that's three starters, and, you know, ended up just playing with one of them. So, you know, that makes it a little bit tougher. But it let the other kids have the opportunity to get better, and now we got those two going. And so now maybe we're a little deeper than we would have been. I want to talk about Faith Lee with you as well, the freshman from Monroe, Louisiana, Washita Parish High School. She had nine points. Um, in the uh, conference opener against UT Martin. And then she had 10 points on Saturday over at Tennessee State. She's a player that seems like very athletic, can really jump, and uh, can can run like a, like a gazelle at right. times. 
and sometimes she needs to run a little bit slower. <laughs> Maybe like See, a, not not the tur- tur- tortoise. Tortoise, but uh, you know, uh, I always go back to Coach Wooden at uh, UCLA. Uh, his his term was be quick. Don't be fast, and because you can go fast and not see what's going. If you see things and you react quick, you're a good player. So one step, one explosion, one thing here, and you know where to take it. That means all in the world. You can go 90 mile an hour and not see anything, and you're working. It. Coach Knight used to say, you know, you can go, you can work your butt off and not accomplish anything, and that's what she's got to learn. Is you know she plays hard, and you always want kids to play hard. So now we got to take her playing hard and teach her how to use that instead of just going hard and not accomplishing things. And, you know, that'll happen. I'd rather have to try to slow a kid down than try to speed a kid up. So, you know, I, I like her as a freshman. She's going to make some freshman mistakes, as you can see, but she's also going to cause some good things to happen. And for her to play as much as she is oh, as yeah. a freshman, that's yeah. that doesn't happen a lot of times in your type of offense. Well, offense and defense both, you know, and that's, that's hard for a freshman and, and again, uh, we, we, she was kind of forced into all those minutes because of that. It's made her a better player. It's made her realize how much different the college game is than the high school game. And now she's got to learn how to use that quickness and how to do things under control. I also want to talk about Nikki Metcalf. How was that recruiting trip to uh, Australia uh, for you to get her? But also what I want to talk about is she probably has – she's the only player, I believe, I haven't researched this, that has played at both universities that you coached at at one time. Now, she didn't play for you at both of them, but she played at Arkansas Tech a little bit, and now she's here at Little Rock. And, you know, I, I really enjoy coaching Nikki. She's a smart kid, and uh, she's one that, you know, she has to utilize that first step because she hasn't got a lot of quickness, got a nice shot, but she has to read things. So she has to have a basketball mind to be able to play. And she's learning the game as we go. And you can see there's some nights where – she starts. She hits it. If she's hitting, and now we got Sally. And if she's hitting, now our offense goes from struggling to be looking really good at times. And that's that's what you want as a coach is those kids when they're hitting baskets, you can sit back and cross your legs and have fun. <laughs> yeah. When they're not hitting, it it becomes a war over there no, trying to figure to out say. figure out what to do. You know, and that's that's what I've always told my teams. If you're hitting, you know, threes and jump shots, that's the nights I get to sit back and watch. When you're not, i got to try to figure out how to help you score. That that gets tough sometimes. Well, and sometimes you, you help them score. I mean, you draw up a play and they're wide open. They're just missing shots. <laughs> I mean, it happens. They're, they're college kids. Simmons Bank is the official sponsor of Little Rock Trojan Women's Athletics. Want to thank them for their sponsorship. We'll take a break, step aside. We'll come back and talk about the week coming up here on the Little Rock Basketball Coaches Show from Dugan's Pub. Stay with us. At Gina's Catering, they know that planning a private party or corporate affair, small or large, can be stressful and even intimidating. They can help so that you can relax and feel like a guest at your own event. Known for putting a modern twist on classic comfort foods, Gina can help create a meal with ranges and services from small family meals and hometown get-togethers to explosive events. And make sure to check out the new grab-and-go meal service, all the convenience of a home-cooked meal without all the mess. Go by in Benton or call 501-943-7800 for your next catering order. What does amazing sound like? At Baptist Health, we hear it every day. It sounds like a new life, a strong heartbeat, faith in action, and 100 years of all our best. Thank you for allowing Baptist Health to provide you with compassionate care for the past 100 years. We look forward to serving you for many to come. Visit baptist-health.com to learn more. It can be difficult to find the way, but with the compassion of the cross and the security of the shield, obstacles become openings. As we have for more than 65 years, Arkansas Blue Cross and Blue Shield will continue to light the way, using our knowledge to create new healthcare solutions, giving you the power to shine forward to whatever awaits tomorrow. Arkansas Blue Cross and Blue Shield, live fearless. 
Has your roof been damaged in the recent storms that hit central Arkansas? They may have. We won't know until we can get on your roof. Hi, this is Joel Johnson with PI Roofing, your roof leak detective. We've been servicing central Arkansas for the past 15 years. We know what hail damage looks like. If you would like one of our trained professionals to come and look at your roof for free, call our office. That number is 687-6246. Or you can also visit us online at piroofing.com. Call today, schedule today, PI Roofing, your roof leak detective. Not only is Diamond Bear Arkansas's oldest production brewery, Diamond Bear is also the number one major award-winning brewery in the state. Recognized both nationally and internationally, Diamond Bear Pale Ale has won four major awards, along with three being gold. If you want something lighter, try Diamond Bear Pale Ale. Support beer from the natural state and enjoy great award-winning products from Diamond Bear. Proud sponsor of your Little Rock Trojans. Strength is measured not by the number of accounts. Strength is placing value on relationships. It's having the vision and the guts to invest in growth. It's the commitment to responsibly manage your money. At Stevens, we believe that our strengths build success, not only for us, but for our clients. Stevens, member NYSE, SIPC. Welcome back inside Dugan's Pub right now at UA Little Rock. You can get up to 50% off freshman tuition and fees. Visit UALR.edu to learn more. Uh, Arden, did you hear that? 50% off freshman tuition and fees. Coach, he's a senior. Trying to get her over there. I don't know where she's going to go yet. Uh, Joe Foley, Trey Schaap with you here on the Little Rock Coaching Show. Coach Walker will join us at the bottom of the hour, and he'll be around at the top of the hour. And we'll talk men's basketball then. But, uh, Coach, uh, a new floor is inside of the Jack Stevens Center. It's a temporary floor. We only have it for this season. But this floor has a lot of history already. If you were watching the Gonzaga-Michigan State game from earlier this year that was played on the USS Abraham Lincoln in San Diego, that's the floor that they were using. It's got a different look because they pulled all those stickers up and they put the Little Rock Trojan stickers down and it still says Joe Foley Court out there. Uh, maybe they'll let you take that home when we're done with it after the season. I don't know, but it, it's traveled a little bit. It has traveled, and you, you hope it's not moving up and down. I, <laughs> I don't think it'll be doing that. It's on more solid ground yeah, right now. Yeah, but, uh, you know, thank goodness that, that we got this done and got it done this quick. And because, you know, you don't want to play all your games on on the different neutral side or at somebody else's place. And, you know, fortunately, uh, we were able to tear that floor out, get a tour out, and get this one put down, and now we're we're back in our gym. So, you know, we ain't got to practice on it, but we get to play on it tomorrow, and I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, it's got a nice look. Uh, go to Tro- uh, Little Rock Trojan social media to see what it looks like, or better yet, get a ticket and show up tomorrow night. And I say tomorrow night because the game's moved up to Wednesday from Thursday because of a league rule about 350 miles within travel when you have to play one game on the road and then your next game at home on a weekend. Is that the way it is? I think in any time there's a discrepancy of 350 miles, so you might be playing at your place and have to go somewhere. And so I think it's that 350 mile. And, you know, it's funny to me that we go to meetings and stuff and nobody ever says a word and then all of a sudden this pops up and said oh yeah you, yeah there's two games this year that and you know we just went to one where what were we, 330 miles it was a while. i mean we were 20 miles underneath that and you know that's tough and i know coach walker agree with me you play at your place and really didn't play at our place we played in a neutral side and then you got to travel the next you got to try to practice and travel the next day that far and get in at eight o'clock and 8:30 or whatever and he's you know it's just tough to get out i mean we got up at uh, we had to, our shoot around was at seven o'clock so we had to be up at 6 15 or so to travel us left at 6 30 so left the gym or left the hotel at 6 30 go practice walk through whatever and then try to go back and play at one o'clock and you know that's that's tough when you're asking kids to do all that that's that's not uh, that's not convenient for a good game and I didn't think we played very well the first half at all. I thought the second half we got things going. And listening to Coach Walker's game, their team didn't play very well. And that's, you know, people don't understand that kind of travel, that kind of one-day preparation. Now, if you had two days, that makes a difference. Just like this team's coming in, they're going to have two days. We got, And I tell, I've told them ever since we started playing, when we decided not to play, 
on Wednesdays and, and Saturdays in the Sun Belt, and they said, all right, you're going to be playing on Thursday, Saturday. I said, that takes a lot of the coaching out. Mm-hmm. I mean, because when you only got one day to coach your kids to try to get them ready for a game and you really can't go in and, and get, get after it, you just got to kind of walk them through it, they're not going to get it. And so I told our kids, I said, guys, you're going to have to pay a lot more attention. You're going to have to be a lot more intense with your minds, see things, listen to things. You can't just show up and play that game. And I think that we pretty well learned a lesson on that game. Well, and specifically when you talk about the fact that you have to give them, once they get in school, you have to give them a day off every week, and normally that's Sunday. So you got a Monday, Tuesday, you would play on a Wednesday, then a Thursday, Friday, play on a Saturday. It seems like, okay, that's pretty simple. That's pretty simple. And then the Sun Belt tried to, well, they they ruined it, and Ohio Valley won't let you play that way either. Exactly, and and that's what I'm saying. It's To me, it's it's really that second game. You know, it's not even a night game. It's For us, it's a 1 o'clock. So you get right. through playing late on Thursday, walk through on Friday, and play early on Saturday. And that, that's uh, that's pretty tough to ask a college kid to do that. Let me ask you about Lindenwood. They're also a new team to the uh, Ohio Valley. Uh, they're, they're moving up from Division Two to Division One, so they can't play in the NCAA tournament this year. They will be able to play, I think, in the conference tournament if they qualify. What do we know about the Lions? Well, like I've got to watch film on them now for two days. Uh, they like to run motion offense. They're kind of like us. They're moving and cutting. You should know that. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so, you know, that, that allows us to kind of understand what we're, we're going to be playing against. Most teams would have to put in a lot of prep for that. Us, it's just, okay, this is us. Just we're guarding each other, you know. So we guard it every day in practice. So that's a little bit better for us. Uh, they shoot the ball extremely well. They're good, the good perimeter shooters. Got a good postman lead them in scoring. So anytime you got a good inside outside threat, you're a pretty good offensive team. And I think they're a good offensive team. So that's going to be the key. Can we shut them down on our floor? Uh, this week it's two games at home, and then next week we're on the road. We'll talk about next week's games uh, next week. Uh, which we'll be back here on Tuesday night because we don't want to interfere with the national championship football game for some reason. Well, I'm afraid we'd pull Georgia and TCU. We'd pull everybody into our radio show instead of them watching football. They don't want that. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Uh, Jaya Harris-Smith, the uh, the point guard for you, what has she meant to this team? Well, she's kind of surprised me. Uh, You know, getting into new kids like her and Jayla and, you, you, you like the way they're moving in practice, but you don't know how quick they're going to pick up on things. She's a pretty smart kid. She's learned a lot. She's starting to get, she's getting better and better each game. She's learning where to see, where to look. Defense, she, she's lost a little bit of weight, and that's helped her mobility. She's moving better on defense. But offensively, she's got a good offensive mind. She, she, she listens. She watches film. And I can tell she's starting to pick people apart. And I thought she made some huge shots over there against the, uh, Texas State. That she Tennessee drove State. Tennessee State. Yeah. She drove the, the, to the free throw line. They were spreading that zone out, and she went in there and pulled up and hit a couple of big jumpers. And up until then, she'd been a little bit leery of going in there and shooting. So I was glad to see that. Hey, I'm right with you. When I saw that TSU, I'm back in the Sun Belt. I'm thinking yeah. Texas yeah. State. I I even said it on the air a couple of times. I had to correct myself. Um, but yeah, she she's one that uh, I've been pleasantly surprised with, and she's one that you can rely on. You have her out there a lot. She plays a lot of minutes. A lot of minutes, and like I say, she she handled the press well. That's the first team we've really played that really got after mm-hmm. us, and you know tried to make it hard to get the ball inbounds. And then try, try you had to read where they were kind of doing, backing up and trying to trap. You got them out uh, of that press though. <laughs> we did the second <laughs> half. I thought we did an excellent job. First half, I thought we're you know that's what I'm talking about. We're, we worked on it. Before we went over there, we worked on it that morning, but our kids still didn't get the concept until that second half. And once we got the concept, we started shooting layups. Yeah, layups are – I mean, you shot a good percentage over there. Let's see, in the fourth quarter uh, – the third quarter, you were 8 of 12, 66.7%. Fourth quarter, 7 of 14, 50%. For the game, 52%. You'll take that every night. Uh, anytime you shoot 50% in college basketball, you you got a good shot at winning. and. You know that's that's what I told our kids. That's what the press does. It opens up the floor to get a you know some easy baskets in the first half. We didn't do a very good job of concentration and, and getting it and then finishing. Sometimes we had three on one, two on one, and didn't you know we walked with it and we threw it away and it should have been easy shots. And that's you know again that, that's where I give our kids credit is they didn't quit, they didn't give up, and they come back the second half and played a pretty good ball game. I know we're about to hit the break, but here's the difference in the two games: UT Martin twelve assists, nine turnovers. Cover your ears. Jackson State seventeen assists, twenty two turnovers. 
What was that now? 17 assists, 22 turnovers. And that was against who? Jacks, uh, Tennessee State. That, that's State, what Jackson was, State. That's really nice. Uh, Tennessee State. Tennessee, okay. Yeah, TSU. Yeah, yeah and that, most of the turnovers were the first half. Right. A lot of turnovers. And that's where, again, if we would have been converting, the ball game would have been over by the second half. No doubt about it. It would have been. Uh, Coach, uh, it should be a fun week. Uh, hope everybody gets out to the Jack Stevens Center. Uh, two games this week, 5 o'clock uh, tomorrow evening against Lindenwood, and then 1 o'clock on Saturday against Southeast uh, Missouri State. And uh, two new teams that uh, we haven't played Lindenwood ever before. We've played Southeast Missouri State. There's a little bit of history there, but uh, not much. But uh, travel's going to be a, a – an issue this year i know we have one flight i believe to where we get to moorhead kentucky moorhead, yeah. but uh, everything else is uh, getting on the uh, aero coach bus oh that's a, and those five and six hour bus trips <laughs> at this age gets a little old. can you watch enough old. film on the bus oh man i watch a lot but good it, to have your wife with you yeah though, right? she's, she's you know she backed out on that one trip after we made that long one long one and we went to alabama I she told, went on that one she didn't want to go I, to missouri I State. Told, i told the kids i said get on her tail next time she gets on this bus for missing that game i said because she that's all she talked about is i'm going to travel i'm going to travel but after she made that trip it like i don't think i'm gonna make that next time. i got one more question for you that, right. uh uh, I think we need to discuss is what, what's happened to the Christmas tree. Uh, I just got through taking the lights off and it's fixed to fall again. <laughs> <laughs> That's an inside story, right? Oh Jeff? man! Oh uh, man! Oh, Coach Foley, thanks so much. Appreciate it. it. Thanks for your enjoyed time it. tonight, and we'll be uh, looking forward to a good game against Lindenwood coming up uh, tomorrow. We'll bring in Coach Daryl Walker, the men's basketball coach of your Little Rock Trojans here in just a minute and i think damon there's the music right on time little rock trojan basketball brought to you by uams health proud to be the medical provider for the little rock trojans and fans across the state we'll be back to dugan's pub right after this we'll be joined by daryl walker the arkansas sports hall of famer we have one hall of famer arkansas sports hall of famer leaving us one joining us right after this stay with us Potbelly Sandwich Shop has the best warm, toasty sandwiches in town. The Potbelly Signature Sandwich, a wreck, features warm, toasty bread with turkey, ham, roast beef, salami, and melted Swiss. Warm up with a bowl of soup and stick around for dessert. Potbelly bakes fresh cookies every day. Feed your group with Potbelly Catering. Potbelly Sandwich Shop at University in Markham and downtown in the bottom of the Simmons Tower. Proudly supporting the Little Rock Trojans. Stepping into the unknown, it can be difficult to find the way. But with the compassion of the cross and the security of the shield, obstacles become openings. As we have for more than 65 years, Arkansas Blue Cross and Blue Shield will continue to light the way, using our knowledge to create new healthcare solutions, giving you the power to shine forward to whatever awaits tomorrow. Arkansas Blue Cross and Blue Shield, live fearless. From the day's first cup of coffee to an afternoon pick-me-up, West Rock Coffee Company provides coffee, tea, flavors, extracts, and ingredients to the world's most iconic brands, keeping you and your team fueled all day. As a global company grown from strong roots in central Arkansas, West Rock Coffee Company is a proud sponsor of the UALR Trojans. From crop to cup, West Rock Coffee is committed to transforming the beverage industry. Learn more at westrockcoffee.com. Strength is measured not by the number of accounts. Strength is placing value on relationships. It's having the vision and the guts to invest in growth. It's the commitment to responsibly manage your money. At Stevens, we believe that our strengths build success, not only for us, but for our clients. Stevens, member NYSE, SIPC. Not only is Diamond Bear Arkansas's oldest production brewery, Diamond Bear is also the number one major award-winning brewery in the state, recognized both nationally and internationally. Diamond Bear Pale Ale has won four major awards, along with three being gold. If you want something lighter, try Diamond Bear Pale Ale. Support beer from the natural state and enjoy great award-winning products from Diamond Bear, proud sponsor of your Little Rock Trojans. 
13 years ago, we had a vision to help farmers in East Africa make a fair wage on their coffee crop. Today, we are one of the largest providers of coffee, tea, flavors, extracts, and ingredients in the world. From our humble beginnings in central Arkansas, we are now transforming the industry and serving 80,000 customers in 56 countries. We are West Rock Coffee, making a difference one cup at a time. West Rock Coffee is a proud sponsor of the UALR Trojans. See what else we have brewing at westrockcoffee.com. Welcome back to Dugan's Pub and the Little Rock Basketball Coaches Show. We're joined by the head men's basketball coach, Daryl Walker, now. And, uh, Coach, one-and-one uh, one on the uh, season in Ohio Valley Conference play. You got a nice win against UT Martin. And uh, under the circumstances for Little Rock to win both of those games, I thought was a blessing in disguise. I mean, had to move over to Simmons Bank Arena and play and everything. And I want to go back to when you first found out about the floor situation. What went through your mind? <laughs> well, I got a call from Rand and some, some pictures that the court was flooded. And once I saw that, I knew it was going to be over with. We were going to have to find somewhere else to play. I was positive of that. Uh, luckily, our athletic director did a great job of getting in touch with uh, Simmons Bank Arena. We was able to play over there, which we had an unbelievable crowd, I thought, for the for the home opener for the girls and the men's game. I was going to say, to follow that women's game, Tia Harvey hits a, a 25-foot buzzer beater to win in dramatic fashion. You guys didn't have it uh, as dramatic, a 88-74 win. Nice to get an opening win in Ohio Valley Conference play. Well, I thought it was important that we got off to a good start, especially at home. I've told my guys that when we won the Sun Bowl, I think we lost one time at home. We protected home a lot, and we're going to have to continue to do that because uh, for some reason we have some road – some road wards that we just can't we can't get over right now. I'm not saying we, we won't, but we will. But it's it's been difficult for us winning on the road. And we've had some tough road games, to be honest, about the start of the season. But if we're going to win this thing, we're going to have to win a few games on the road. But you must protect home, and we did that against Tennessee Martin. Speaking of road woes and road games, uh, you opened on the road at Southern Illinois this season, a 94-63 loss, lost at UCA in a very hotly contested game. You got you paid them back, though, when they came to the Jack Stevens Center, so we'll call it even there. I know you'd like to be 2-0, uh, but you spent some time together. There was, what, a 10-day yeah, road, trip a long road trip in boy. the middle <laughs> of November to December, I believe it was? Yeah, we went uh, a chance to play at Assembly Hall. Uh, Mike, Woodson, Mike Woodson's the head coach, a good friend of mine. And, and then we traveled out to San Francisco and ate two or three days out there and uh, did some things with my team out there and got the daylights beat out out there. But San Francisco is a, is a really good basketball team, and we're a very young basketball team. And uh, we've, we played really too many games on the road this year. Uh, it was a, the 50th toughest schedule in the country, and it showed. And uh, we're, we're happy to be in the OVC right now in conference play. Get back to some – Similarities. I noticed in the the San Francisco trip that you got to see an old buddy of yours, Bill Cartwright. Yeah, Bill Cartwright was uh, was the starting center for us when I got drafted. But the New York Knicks, he's kind of an ambassador for uh, University of San Francisco. And a lot of people didn't know that Bill was the number one player in the country coming out and in Sacramento, and wind up going to San Francisco, and he's the all time leading scorer there. Uh, people think it's Bill Russell, but it's it's Bill Cartwright. I know Bill Cartwright <laughs> from when he was a Chicago Bull, just yeah. like when you were a Chicago Bull and Michael Jordan. Of course, everybody knows Michael Jordan and Scottie Pippen, but I remember Bill Cartwright when he was a Bull. Yeah, Dollar, dollar Bill, as we, we called him, if it wasn't for injuries, he probably would have had a lot better career, but uh, he had some, some, some bad injuries, and he's kind of just the ambassador for the University of San Francisco. Can it, you simulate his free no, throw routine? Because no, that, that's one that I can, – can you describe I, it? I, I tell you what, he shot a pretty good percentage. Yes. Uh, he shot a pretty good percentage. Bill's always had an unorthodox with his elbow poking out like that, but it worked for him. It's kind of like Arnold Palmer's finish yeah, to his yeah. golf swing, yeah, right? It, it worked it's, for Bill. It, it worked, it worked and it worked. so he was able to Scored do that. a lot of points at San Francisco. So you come back, uh, a loss at Memphis, Penny Hardaway. He's got a very good team yes. over there in Memphis, tough place to play as well. No, we, well, we played pretty good there. No, we turned the ball over too many times, but we were right in a basketball game for a long time. At Indiana, with 8.54 left in the game, we were down seven points, and uh, they wind up going a 15-2 run and, and pushed the game away. So – the schedule was is it really was a, a brutal schedule. Uh, at times, you know, you got to play these money games and, and get money to the athletic department, and it, it, it's tough, especially with a young basketball team that I that I that I have. Well, when you look at your young young basketball team, Chris Walker though is the Ohio Valley Freshman mm -hmm. of the Week. Uh, after what he did, he had 11 points uh, in the uh, win over UT Martin, and then unfortunately in the loss, he he still played well, uh, seven points there, but. Uh, 
he was the outstanding freshman of the week in the Ohio Valley Conference. Yeah, nobody played well at Tennessee State. I can tell you there. Well, sitting, when you I, when I, I, was, coach, I was sitting on the sideline for that one. Yeah, I, 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 I didn't want to bring it up, but well, we have to. Me. That, I doesn't, mean, that doesn't bother me. I was on the bus back, and, and we were watching in and looking at it, and when I finally got the official stats, I mean, I understand the stat monitor went out in the game, which was probably a good thing. Uh, wish, that's, that's but they time, came up with 14 of 25 from behind the three-point line. That's one time I wish the lights would have went out. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe they had a pipe burst no, or something. They, they they ran. We ran into a bus stop. They really played well. They hadn't shot the ball like that all year, and give them they do. Uh, had a good game plan. We didn't we didn't shoot the ball particularly well at all. Nobody played well for us. And uh, and I told my team after the game, look, everybody is one and one now. So nobody's running away from anything. Don't panic. We're going home for mm-hmm. a game or two. I didn't know we had two games at home. I know we had one, but now we got two. So we got Lindenwood tomorrow. And we got to protect home. Yeah, uh, you talk about uh, Tennessee State. My goodness, 33 of 56 from the floor for the game. That's 58.9%. Very rarely do you see a team shoot 56% from behind the three-point line. No, they, they shot the daylights off the basketball. I mean, they they made some shots, and I, I just kind of looked and said, well, this may be a long night for us, and it was. Uh, they made 14 threes, and uh, we, we helped them by not, by not being physical with them and not uh, uh, contesting shots, and it was just a bad game for us, and hopefully that's the only one we'll have in conference. You had Myron Gardner, uh, 23 points, 10 rebounds against UT Martin. Another double-double for him. Oh, by the way, uh, he's just a double-double machine, is he not? He enters tomorrow's game among the top 50 nationally in six statistical categories. He's tied for fourth in the nation with an OVC best eight double-doubles. He only trails St. John's as Joel Serrano, Purdue's Zach Edney, and Coastal Carolina's Isam Mostafa. Uh, Serrano has 12, Eddie with uh, 11, and Mustafa with nine double-doubles all in the those, season. All those guys are 7-4 and 6-10, and, yeah. and Myron's around 6-4, six, 6-4.5, four, six, four six, So what he's done for our team so far this year is it's been outstanding. And if he plays like this the whole year, he'd probably be the player of the year. I would think so. What What is it about him that allows him to get the points but then also get the rebounds? Does well, he rebound, crash the board well? Yes, rebound is all about going to the glass. Uh, if you want to rebound the basketball, you can't and the shot goes up. You just can't stand it. You've got to go to the glass on both ends. And he goes on every time the ball goes up on both ends, he goes to the glass. And he's capable of taking it off the glass and creating and pushing the ball up the court and creating a shot for himself or his teammates. So I'm sure he leads us in almost every category. And uh, Jordan Jefferson as well. He's had uh, scored in double figures in seven straight games, scoring 17 at Tennessee State Saturday. Since entering the starting lineup six games ago, he's averaging 18.2 points per game. He's shooting 63% from the floor and 53.8% from behind three-point No, he's, uh, he's growing up a little bit as a player, still has a lot of room for, for growth. And you got to understand, he missed about 12 or 14 games last year. So I still look at him as a, as a young freshman player far as minutes on the basketball court and he's still a, he's still a work in process another in progress, guy i should say right another guy that you rely on a lot DeAnthony gordon he had a double double against ut martin 16 points 12 rebounds 10 of those defensive rebounds so he's blocking his guy out well we've i've been on him very hard about not rebounding the basketball and he's He's taking heed to what I've been talking about. And when he plays well, we, we usually play pretty good. When he gets double-doubles, we usually win the basketball game. Uh, didn't play well at Tennessee State. And, but like I said, nobody played well at Tennessee State. They just give me do. They beat the daylights out of us. But when he plays well, we have a good chance of winning. I know Coach Foley talked about it, the turnaround from Thursday to Saturday with travel in between. Brutal. It was it's brutal. tough. It I mean, was brutal. I, I remember uh, I asked him, I said, Coach, are, are you going to shoot around tomorrow? And he said, yeah. I said, what time is it? Seven. I said, when's the bus leaving? He said, 6.30. Yeah. I said, are you kidding me? I've got to get up for that? I mean, but you're in the same boat because you guys get over there. Y'all got an early shoot-around, too. I wouldn't take the shoot-around. I, I did all my stuff at the Jack Stevens Arena, went over all their plays, what we're going to do, watch film, got there, watch some more film, let guys get some rest get some, and, and chill out a little bit because I knew it was a quick turnaround. Uh, five hours to get there, a 3.30 game, that's a, just a horrendous uh, turnaround. And there are going to be a couple of more turnarounds yeah. like that this season where I believe we play on a Thursday. and I That's going to have to change, though, next year. That's going to have to change. It's, it's just too tight. I mean, it's too quick for a turnaround. And the stretch to, to get to these, these places we got to get to, it's going to be five, six hours every time. What, what do you see the solution? Is it playing on Wednesday night, playing Wednesday, Saturday? I don't know, but it can't be a 3.30 game for sure. Uh, it has, it's going to have to be a night game for sure. Uh, if it's a 7.30 game, it, it, it may be doable, but a 3.30 game, no. Yeah, it's just too early. It's too early. And you, you risk injury yeah, with I some mean, of your I players, mean, it's, right? It's just it's just a tough turnaround. 
Uh, in the NBA, you can do that turnaround because you, you'll you be got a private jet. Yeah, private plane. You'll you'll be there uh, the, the 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 night before the game. So it's just it was a tough turnaround. But they'll give Tennessee State their due. They 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 shot the ball well. And they 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 beat the daylights out of us. Well, and just like you said earlier, and I said it against uh, with the UCA scores, they won at their place. They came to Little Rock and the Jack Stevens Center. They got beat. Tennessee State. Everybody still has to come except UT Martin. Yeah, which they played at Simmons Arena. I get right. it, but everybody else has to come to the Jack at some yeah, point we this got, season. We have to protect home. Uh, my thing is, if we don't do anything else, we got to figure out a way how to win every game at home. And we've been pretty solid at home. We haven't had a lot of home games. Everything we've done has been on the road, and people don't understand it. They look at the record, but it's been a lot of road games. But now we got uh, we got two games at home, and we got to take one game in time with Linden one tomorrow, and we got to get after them like we did Tennessee Martin from the start. I want to ask you your impression of the temporary court that's inside of that's the Jack beautiful. Stevenson right I think now. I think it's nice. It got some bounce to it. Uh, it looks good. Uh, I, I spent a lot of time talking to the crew, putting it, putting it together, and spent some time with those guys and thanked them about it. And I think George Lee, our athletic director, did a great job of, of, of getting it done. And uh, it's a really great floor, and I'm looking forward to getting on it tomorrow. The guys are too. I don't know if you watched the Gonzaga-Michigan State game from earlier this season, but it is the same floor that they played on the USS Abraham Lincoln. That's what the guys told me that we put it together. I got a picture of it in my phone that the guy gave to me and texted to me to my phone, and I was like, this is interesting. So it's pretty cool to think about that. Yeah, Coach Foley doesn't want the court to be going up and no, down. Like it's, it's still uh, on court, the boat. That, that court is set down, That court right? was terrible, man. Yeah, the one that we we had in the jack. Yeah, no doubt about that. But uh, kind of some history with that court. It, uh, it is. It's going to look a little different because there's not as much maroon on it, but uh, you're still going to see still, the Trojan logo on the court. You've got OVC. you got the Trojan logo. It's it's going to be home. It's the same goals. Yeah, it's just not our original. Yeah, it was time for a new court. It's been 15 years, 16 years at the jack. It was time for a new court. Didn't want to get it that way, but it's time for a new one. Right, and the thing is, you're going to have a new one next season. Yes, so sir. You don't have to worry about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lindenwood, what type of team do they bring into the Jack tomorrow night? Well, they like to play slow. Uh, they, they, they just turned over to Division One. Watched a lot of film on them. They're a solid basketball team, and I think we just have to jump on them from the beginning and don't give them anything easy. Uh, Tennessee Martin was averaging about 80 points a game. I, and they got 70-something, and they shouldn't have got 70-something because we got, they went on a 15-0 run or whatever. We got real like a day ago, the last seven minutes of the basketball game, and teams do that sometime when they get a big lead. But Lindenwood's a solid basketball team, and my team is ready to play. we got to protect home. If you can beat Lindenwood tomorrow night, it'll be the first win against a team from the state of Missouri since. Do you remember when? State, a team from Missouri? A team from the state of Missouri, yes. I don't have a clue on that one. First game of the season, Missouri State on the road. Oh, the year we won it. Yes. Yeah. You opened with uh, hit, uh, 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 hit a buzzer State. beater. Yeah. Uh, who hit that shot? Root, Root hit that shot. I think it was yeah, Root, it was, wasn't it? Root, Root hit that shot. Yeah, he did. He did. And that propelled us to, uh, to a good year. That was a it good really year. Did. That was a fun uh, year. That was a fun year. No doubt about that. <laughs> Until COVID came and destroyed it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately, it did. Uh, we want to thank West Rock Coffee for their sponsorship of Little Rock Athletics and uh, Little Rock Trojan Basketball. We'll be back with more from head coach Daryl Walker here at Dugan's Pub in downtown Little Rock at the corner of 3rd and Rock. Stay with us. The Faded Rose, serving the great people of this state and guests from around the world for over 35 years. Widely known for our steaks and seafood and renowned for our great New Orleans Creole and Cajun dishes. We continue to blend our own spice mixes, cut our own steaks, and make our own sauces right down to the house-made mayo. Join us for lunch or dinner, or take your favorites home, and discover why everyone raves about our Little Rock Fine Dining in a traditional Louisiana atmosphere. At Gina's Catering, they know that planning a private party or corporate affair, small or large, can be stressful and even intimidating. They can help so that you can relax and feel like a guest at your own event. Known for putting a modern twist on classic comfort foods, Gina can help create a meal with ranges and services from small family meals and hometown get-togethers to explosive events. And make sure to check out the new grab-and-go meal service, all the convenience of a home-cooked meal without all the mess. Go by in Benton or call 501-943-7800 for your next catering order. What does amazing sound like? At Baptist Health, we hear it every day. It sounds like a new life, a strong heartbeat, faith in action, and 100 years of all our best. 
Thank you for allowing Baptist Health to provide you with compassionate care for the past 100 years. We look forward to serving you for many to come. Visit baptist-health.com. Has your roof been damaged in the recent storms that hit central Arkansas? They may have. We won't know until we can get on your roof. Hi, this is Joel Johnson with PI Roofing, your roof leak detective. We've been servicing central Arkansas for the past 15 years. We know what hail damage looks like. If you would like one of our trained professionals to come and look at your roof for free, call our office. That number is 687-6246. Or you can also visit us online at piroofing.com. Call today, schedule today. P.I. Roofing, your roof leak detective. At Stevens, our philosophy is to invest every dollar as if it were our own. To seize opportunity. To anticipate rather than react. To deliver constant focus in an ever-changing world. And to pursue the objectives of our clients in order to help them reach their financial goals. A proven history of helping companies and individuals. Stevens, member NYSE SIPC. Stepping into the unknown, it can be difficult to find the way. But with the compassion of the cross and the security of the shield, obstacles become openings. As we have for more than 65 years, Arkansas Blue Cross and Blue Shield will continue to light the way, using our knowledge to create new healthcare solutions, giving you the power to shine forward to whatever awaits tomorrow. Arkansas Blue Cross and Blue Shield. Live fearless. The shoot up Pat Bradley for Saracen Casino Resort. There's Vegas, and then there's Vegas, Arkansas style. Experience all the fun and games of 2,000 slots, 45 table games, poker, and world class dining right here at Arkansas's favorite place to win, Saracen Casino. Just like you're shooting, Pat, Saracen is so pure. You know what they say if you can actually do it, it ain't bragging. Join us at Saracen Casino Resort, only 40 minutes from Little Rock. Gambling problem? Call 800 522 4700. Thanks for listening to the Little Rock Basketball Coaches Show. This broadcast was brought to you by Arkansas Blue Cross Blue Shield, Simmons Bank, the U of A Little Rock Campus Marketing and Communications, and West Rock Coffee.